VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, crappy New Year to you, Jamel. Crappy New Year to you, Danny. It is. It is. All Thanks. Right. Uh, don't know how to start this shit. There's, I don't know if we're doing intro music. Uh, I don't know what we're doing. I think, you know, it's nobody expected this to happen. We had a whole show planned. Um, you know, we had a guest and everything, a bunch of letters written, things like that. And then definitely already written. They were for sure. written. <laughs> point being, you. we, it became very clear that we were not going to be able to do a normal comedy football podcast and that we should probably just if we do anything just kind of talk about our feelings about this for the people who care to listen you by all means do not have to listen to this it's not going to be particularly funny and we're not going to try to throw this into the mix of the uh, sports ecosystem we're just putting it out there for anyone who's interested to hear kind of what some guys think right now about this. Yeah. We just got to put some shit out on schedule. It's, it's definitely not football comedy time, but um, basically if we don't put out an episode every week, like, you know, Apple will like, you know, make us wear like a, like a gimp suit. And, you know what I mean? Like you got to just stay on, on the, on the, on the schedule. Just to put a, a, a timestamp on it, obviously last night, Monday night football, Bills, Bengals, Demar Hamlin uh, takes a hit, goes down. Extremely scary. Uh, we saw all the players' reactions. We saw a prolonged delay with everybody on the field and some confusion. And then eventually, uh, it was determined that the game just should not and could not go on, which was definitely the correct decision. I don't. I, I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine watching more football, let alone tr- attempting to play more football. So. I don't know exactly how to suss this out or how to talk about it other than to just right up top, just say we want DeMar Hamlin to make as much of a recovery as he can. It seems like, you know, they probably saved his life on the field in that moment. Now that we've learned there was some cardiac arrest. um, I think they had to do CPR and it's just the nightmare scenario of, football and it's just the mission statement of this show has been that look we have known these things are possible we can't pretend like we didn't understand that this was always a possibility i was texting some old teammates uh some college football teammates about it last night we were talking about the virtue signaling on the broadcast and everybody just kind of bemoaning what was going on but we all have known that this is a part of the deal like we've all seen somebody paralyzed on a football field. We've all seen somebody's bones sticking out of their skin. Uh, every season, a high school kid or a college kid collapses in practice from the heat or some unknown heart condition. And ESPN profits off this shit and they've known it. The league continues to profit off this shit. And we, like Danny has mentioned, the football ecosystem or the the hot takes or the, the sports podcasts, we've all known that this is full well a possibility and now we have to reckon with it in the most ugly way imaginable 
And I don't think we need to act pious about it. Like I saw Adam Schefter doing last night. Some of those, I thought um, Ryan Clark was uh, uh, specifically, if you have to go on TV and talk about the shit in real time, I thought he did as good as you could do. But the 24-hour cable news programming mindset does not need to be applied to sports injuries. It's just fucking gross. It's weird. Well, what's weird is like, in the past couple of years, we've really seen like things we've never had, we've never seen before that have never happened before more than I can remember. Like this new shit is happening at such a fast clip lately that like your eyes can't process the slap, you know, the January 6th. And and then this kind of thing is just like these mind blowing things that I guess could have always happened happen and the problem the only problem i really have is that there seems to be no plan it seems like what's scary is to think that nobody really knows what to do we just kind of go on and at the nfl's plan in this instance was just throw it to Susie culber and adam schefter and booger and hope they have something to say i mean maybe since you're interested you want updates on his health on how he's doing and maybe you want a player to tell you that, you know, I've dealt with this fear that this is real. Like maybe you want that, but also you can just cut to a matlock. You can just get out of this situation. Yeah. We you don't got need all of this coverage. 30 for 30. Yeah. Put a ticker on it. the bottom. Yeah. We get it as fans. We contribute to it too. Um, trying to, trying to, you know, throw money at the NFL for various jerseys and hats and tickets. And we've done it. We're, we're all part of it, but it is not on us or really the media ecosystem. That's not NFL based to come up with a solid plan that makes sense about what to do. That's the NFL's job. And it doesn't feel like the NFL really thought this one out enough. No, they got caught with their pants down. And like we're saying to not, understand that this was always a possibility as ugly as that is to have to prepare for um the fact that they had zero idea what to do was i don't know i, I don't have a good answer because why would you prepare i don't know it, it's just one one other thing that irked me was that it was absolutely insane that it seemed like the league's first idea was like a five minute down period take a smoke break and clock back in, get back on the field. I know they've since said that that wasn't their case, but it sure seems like that's what they wanted. And the coaches and players had to step in and stop this game from resuming. That's definitely what happened. It's just, that was their plan too, was they didn't, they were like, look, if the guy isn't dead on the field, then, you know, we do what we do with every injury. That was their mindset was like, okay, this is a little worse. We'll give them five minutes to, to warm up. Fucking um, Disneyland rules. Those are Disneyland <laughs> rules. Yeah. yeah. And crazy, you know, earlier this season on that same field in Cincinnati on Thursday Night Football, we saw Tua go down and kind of go limp. Game stops. They had to load him onto an ambulance and drive off. And that game did resume. And it was one of the saddest things I ever watched. Right. Yeah. And we moved on until, immediately. Until this week. And we thought, you know... T- that after that happened, the two would never play again. He's he played for a while, got a third concussion. Now there's a lot of, you know, maudlin feeling and dark clouds over that whole 
organization on that player who may not be able to play again because we want to make sure that we don't see something like that again. And then immediately we see something again with another player that's even worse. And it's just kind of a reminder that like, you know, we know we're watching a a dangerous and, and probably more than we'd like to admit deadly game. And uh, we like it. We watch it. We bet on it. We're, you know, sickos in that way, but also everybody's signed up for it and they agree to it. So at the very least, know what the right thing to do is when that incident occurs. Know that the last thing you want to do is to make it a spectacle and to stay on the air and to keep eyeballs on your channel and to watch Whopper commercials and to, you know, have anything but just to like a total pause in caring about football, which is what we needed. I, you know, and I, it is a deadly sport, but I mean, the other side of that is life is deadly. Like this happens to people who aren't professional athletes. This has happened in every sport. I mean, fuck, dude. They've been boxing since the 1800s, bro. Like, I saw a guy die in a boxing match when I was in, like, elementary school, you know, like, oh, it's showtime. Yeah, and as we kind of had a text thread going, uh, this has happened in professional soccer leagues of of late. Uh, We've seen this in basketball, obviously non-contact injuries, and this Hamlin hit is is so tough because it wasn't an illegal play. This is kind of a routine tackle that happens all the time and it's hard to know what the takeaway is because that play isn't ever going to change if football itself doesn't change which how could it um this was different because the game stopped i've never seen a a a football game where the, the the game was canceled due to an injury um especially in the NFL, like obviously in, in, in lower divisions or leagues. Um, I, I don't, we can't keep track of all that stuff, but never in an NFL game in, in my lifetime has the game, just the players and coaches said, no, we can't do this. Um, so I don't know what, what, how do you shift back and carry on? I, I don't understand what, what to do, but like Jamel is saying the shit, this is life. It happens. People are going to suffer unexpected, traumas and injuries uh I, I, but you know football has all this other background built into it that it just puts it really under a magnifying glass it's hard to it even is hard to blame the nfl specifically even On though the- they displayed their pants down unpreparedness like in the end they made what was eventually the right call which is to just cancel the game and you know, deal with the ramifications of that later when everybody's had some time to process and figure out if DeMar Hamlin's going to be okay, which, you know, we all desperately hope he is just for our sanity, because otherwise, you know, what we watched was just a, a horrific thing that will stay with us forever and still kind of is, but it's just, it's hard to blame the NFL outright. It's hard to blame the game of football because of the fact that everybody signs up to do it. We all know the risks now. We know them more than ever. Everyone's trying to be more sensitive about it. We're trying to implement every, you know, small bit of of extra safety that we can, just the minuscule 
amount of, of extra uh, percentage points of probability that you won't die from the padding that they put in the helmets now. Like everybody's trying, everybody's making their best attempt to make this a safer game. And it's still not going to work. Like, I think that's clear. It's not going to totally work ever. So there's no blame really for a free kit like that, except for the fact that we just all need to kind of understand this more and be more prepared for what might happen because it's, we're done ignoring it. It's, it can happen on any hit to anyone. And basically it's pretty simple, man. Put on your most boring documentary, your your most respectful, just interviews about stuff. We don't want to see a classic game. We don't, we don't want to see sports center. Just get as far away from the field as you can. Yeah, I would love I would love to know that nobody made money on anything that happened after that hit occurred. I think that would just that'd be a lot better if instead of, you know, keeping us glued to Schefter and Booger talking about how, you know, they their prayers go out to the family like we know that like, of course, they can say that on Twitter and should. But, you know, once that Whopper commercial ticks on like. I I don't want to we're done with with, you know, those guys getting dollars into their pocket or the NFL or ESPN put on that documentary before you do that. Just say in light of this incident, you know, we're going to cut away now to another to to, you know, an unexpected program. But tune if you want more updates, tune into your news providers or whoever might have that information for you. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. I thought it felt like they were extending this out as long as they could because they thought they'd have this three, three and a half hour window of primetime football game. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh, shit, uh, we did promise all these ads. Uh, can't really quite cut away yet. So that's kind of gross to to think that there was some decision making like that kind of factoring in. But I will say. the people. There's been to find some silver lining, which, you know, is people online thought the ugliest place uh, maybe on earth is the Internet. And I thought overwhelmingly uh, people handled this in a classy way. The people of Cincinnati who stayed in the stadium, I had this thought of like, why are they still there? It's an hour later. This isn't going to happen. There's still tens of thousands of people at Bengal stadium. And it was just kind of like, there might be something to say about like shared grief. Like, I don't know if they wanted to go be alone. I thought there was something and nobody was booing or throwing shit or being dicks. Oh, thank they, God. You know, in football fans, we know are the ugliest type of people, but I didn't see any of that last night. There's, you know, a few shitheads online, but that's always going to be there. Overwhelmingly. I thought people rallied behind this and, and kind of treated it as seriously as it should have been. So that was, I don't know, a glimmer of hope that people can try and do the right thing. I don't know. And fans from both teams are, are outside of the hospital and just kind of giving their well wishes. And if, you know, if that was your family member in the hospital like that, you know, you'd feel uplifted at least by the support that they are getting while going through this, I, I guess. And, you know, that's, it's good of the fans to 
care and maybe we can take something from it and just kind of realize that like okay it's just a game i don't need to tweet at a player that he's a dickhead for losing a fantasy matchup or you know i don't need to call the chiefs losers which i did during the broncos game a couple of times because they muffed a punt like i don't need to take it as seriously we don't need to take it as seriously it's not life or death it's fun it's fun for all 32 teams whether you suck or you're going to win the super bowl like it should be that and not spill out into inhumanity for any reason uh secretly i'm a little happy that i got to avoid talking about major tutty mm. <laughs> yeah i had something loaded yeah, I up for that too unfortunately. i know oh, well, i know you course, guys all did i mean yeah. that the chats have just been until the monday you guys are just in my ass with commander's <laughs> clips well yeah i mean we're uh you know we're 15 minutes into this this whatever this is episode if you're still listening you you like the show and you like listening to what we think about things so we're now at the point where we can at least joke around and say this was going to be a very commander's heavy episode uh and we were and now jamel has been bailed out um and doesn't have to talk about the commanders under the worst possible circumstances and you should feel like i but still i suppose i would rather talk about how my team sucks In, in a perfect world we're about yeah we're about 35 minutes into just letting everybody in ashburn virginia have it but i mean do, you know we of this we do like that's like dan said this is the the crux of this podcast is that we expect the worst out of this game and this league and right when we get it you know we should understand that this is this is the the toll that we're paying emotionally for watching these players give their bodies every day, every week for our amusement. You know, I think we kind of got away from it ourselves, which is just kind of feels like natural. I remember the mission statement of the show and going in the, the first 10 of these things, 20 of these things, 30 of these things, all we talked about was how negative this league was and how bad for us it was, which we still, you know, float out there and we, it's kind of like built into the pie, but, um, you know, now we just started covering it in kind of a normal way. Like, yeah, we, we cover football and we do jokes about it. Uh, even though the, the whole impetus behind this thing was to kind of attack the NFL because we saw, I mean, how could you not see something like this coming? It, it was so obvious. Um, it was inevitable. I mean, we all knew that this was the the thing that everybody was the most scared of, that a player could potentially lose their life during a game. And, you know, I, I just another sort of brighter side thought is like, it isn't, it's, we don't want to feel horrible every day. Like humans aren't built to handle that. Like we know horrible things are going to happen, but we don't want to feel bad all the time. And so, yeah, we kind of we slipped into, you know, trying to trying to make this a fun thing and trying to have more, you know, uh, good times with a bad vice that we have and just try to make it as enjoyable as as we can, because we didn't want to make the show a a depressing series of (laughs) dire warnings that this is going to happen. 
but it's not on us. Again, the NFL having a plan to deal with something like this, a little bit of a better plan. That's really, that would have made this a, a little bit easier to handle. Sure. And I, you know what just hit me? Everybody and, you know, Skip Bayless, obviously, you know, he jumped out there with that thought first that it's it's hard not to think this thought, but he irresponsibly said it on Twitter. So what are we going to do about this game? Basically, was his tone. And everybody was like, hey, Skip, shut the fuck up. Go home, which was the correct response. I think I think vacating it and I think both teams being ha- having the, uh, fucked up playoff seedings because of it is the right thing. I mean, how can they even how can you even go on after this? Like imagine I mean the guy who hit Hamlin, how is he supposed to keep playing uh, hitting more as guys? hard as he can? Like you you go in to the game after the allotted five minutes and you're supposed to hit the Cincinnati Bengals with all of your might. I mean, yeah. how can you They're, muster that? Both of these teams are mentally fucked for the season. They need an yeah. off season to even yeah. get close to getting back to being able to go a hundred percent. You know, who's built for this Tom Brady, <sighs> just devoid of human emotion. All he cares about is winning football games. I, I, you know, I, like you're saying, this is, I, I don't see how it's going to affect both those teams. It's going to affect anybody who is watching. Because I, I can't imagine if I had a game on Saturday coming up this week or Sunday, the how it changed. It's the preparation's going to change a little bit, and kind of the approach. And you know, I know that the games will take place, but that thing in the back of your mind is not going away. Everyone saw all. it. Everyone, Everyone saw, saw it. it. It's not. And if you were on the field for that, it's with you, like. <laughs> Fuck! Nobody on the Bills or the Bengals is thinking about the playoffs right now. No, and and you know if there's if there is an unfair decision that needs to be made eventually, which again, like it's let's not even think about it. Let's make decisions later when we find out if this man is okay. But when there is a decision that needs to be made, it is going to be unfair. And if that decision is made, you know. I think Jamel's right. Like people just have to be okay with it because the teams are going to be because their minds are somewhere else. They're not thinking about the football side of it as much. And we shouldn't, I'm a chiefs fan. If it ends up that we get screwed over, so be it. You know, that's our part of our fandom is that we need to, like I was trying to say, like understand the humanity of these players and get over our bullshit with it. And whatever, whatever, you know, childhood insanity from watching football has led to the weird grown men that we've become. But, uh, it's, you know, whoever gets screwed over in whatever technical way that the seedings present like chill, because there is a a man who could have died on the field still is not out of the woods. And, you know, every single person out on the field is a human being. So that's, that's something that we need to make sure is the top of mind. Real as fuck. Uh, but on a side note, let me just, can I just present a scenario to you guys? Please. Let's say you're a man who loves sports and you relatable and you were online gambling this weekend on a Saturday, 
you you placed a bet on some NBA basketball and you won your bet. And you're a guy who has a a bookie, a little online off the grid service and the way this this theoretical online bookie service works is the payouts come on Monday. That means whenever I lose a bet, there is a man in my phone asking me where his money is. Which and that's you know it's cool because if you place a bet, it works both ways. If I play, if I theoretically, if I in theory place a bet, this man who is not me places a bet on a weekend, and then Monday you got to pay, or you know you. But if you win a bet, you also get paid on Monday. And let's just say in theory it's Monday. And you're wondering where your money is. And the your bookie hits you back and says, hey, not right now. Things are, um, there's something serious going on. Wow. He is being probably inundated with text. I mean, kind of like what Dan was saying with the advertisers, like this created a storm that nobody is prepared to clean up. Because it it raises so many logistical questions like the one that you're posing right now. I mean, if we're all supposed to s- sit tight and wait for hopefully good news about this human being, then like it does jam up a lot of the machine of how sports works. And, and that's which is the weird. Pol- I, obviously, I'm very comfortable with respecting all of this the, the 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 disconnect is that it was basketball damn i was it was it was basketball on saturday and now i'm once again not actually happening but i this is the spiritual me the the royal me you i mean clearly this person has the safety and well-being of of demar hamlin in his mind but Obviously. in the top five of his thoughts is also this idea of I bet money and where is that money? And that's going to happen. Like we are human yeah. beings. We have a yeah. hundred priorities in our lives and we saw something horrible unfold. And, you know, it's, it's, it becomes like a part of the equation now and we can't deny that. And so like, yeah, I mean, yeah, what is going to happen with a lot of stuff? What's going to happen to a lot of people who put more money down than this theoretical person? Fantasy matchups, like what happens to that week? And, you know, that stuff is like, it's it's not what people should be thinking about right now as the first thought, but like it's going to be there as a, as a, a shit splatter out of the fan that came from this. It's all going to have to get mopped up somehow. And yeah, we don't have answers. I have, yeah, I can't even was, think about how any of this is going to work. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to bring it up, but now that you mentioned it, there's, I'm included in that. There's a fantasy football championship. Uh, Josh Allen on my team needed 12 points and it's just in limbo. And it's been kind of gross. The group text, the other guy is celebrating. Well, yeah, you made, you, you did, uh, you did bring up a few things about the dialogue on that chat. The words virtue signaling coming up did make me think this was a a particularly, um, toxic chat. You know, uh, group chats can be unfiltered 
and say things that you, you wouldn't true. otherwise say. And that's the beauty of them and the gross part of them. And among you know, friends, sure. there's a place, there's a place for it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. It hurts to lose to a person like that. I'll say that. Can but I also that? like, like hundreds of dollars is what we were talking about. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Like well, that's yeah, why I said, really, but there, it doesn't but, matter at all. But there are—I I, I wasn't going to bring it up. It's like it's just a thing that happened. But Whatever. there are also—I'm—I'm I'm saying this to say that like there is millions of dollars in billions. Like, other, yeah, in in the machine, probably a, about a billion. Oh, the the thing stopped. I think. I know. It keeps saying that Jamel's has been orange the whole time. Really, yeah. my, it well, looks maybe. green on my end. I saw it, it says it's being saved while, locally. And then it was I think we're okay. All right. And if not, we'll just throw the whole thing out. If not, it is what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a character out there that I'm disgusted by. All other things aside and proper condolences already being uh, expressed. Soccer guy. There is There is a soccer guy walking around out there with a very I told you so attitude, a very, yeah, this is you cavemen. I've been trying to tell you guys your sport was brutal and you should never even be uh, looking at that stuff. And that guy's outside tasting the air today, just thinking I was right. And that guy and I, I, is a dipshit. That's yeah, well, yes, he's, he's extremely annoying, but this guy exists and somehow he's taking some delight in this or some small pleasure. Some such pleasure. And I want to say, sir, you're as bad, if not worse, than uh, regular football fans, football Americano fans. Well, that's, you know, I, yeah, summer 2021, a guy, this happened in the European Championships. That guy is playing again. The very, the, almost the exact same scenario, minus the uh, contact. And he was, he was in the woods for a bit. And he is back playing professionally, and I hope the same for um, our man in Buffalo. Yeah, I'm judging by the reports and and just what I've experienced personally from people in situations like this. Uh, you know, there's there's actually been since the initial moment like not bad news, a decent level of news that would be not conclusive, but like on a path towards potentially getting to a recovery. And that's good. Yeah. I, it's hard to speculate and know. I, I have another group thread that uh, one of my friends is on. That's a first responder. He's an EMT. And his kind of takeaway was that when you go into cardiac arrest, the fact that there is a pulse again, like this is, that's what Danny's saying. That's a very good sign. Usually you don't escape that. That's usually, Kind of the that's the last information you get is cardiac arrest, and that's that. And we were saying so, before the podcast too that uh, the availability of EMTs and you know first responding services right there on the field, like that's it's the bare minimum that should be there for these players in this game. But like that's very clearly. What if if it ends up going the right way that, that yeah. saved his life is having people right there with oxygen, administering CPR, all that stuff is like available 
in a way that even we don't have. I mean, we, you know, we pass out in our house, like it's going to be a while. And so that made it more possible that he can recover. And, and that makes me feel better about it. It's very good to know that those people like aren't asleep at the wheel. Yeah. They were ready to go. There wasn't anybody playing on their phone. They was ready to go. And then they made some stuff happen. And unlike the, unlike the NFL's VP of programming who. <laughs> yeah. He was, was completely ass out for 20 minutes. They had to wake up Roger Goodell from his basement sofa yeah. <laughs> and just say, Hey, there's a big decision to, to be made, sir. What do we do? That guy. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was just, he was definitely getting spanked or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was for sure getting spanked and like telling a woman that he's like a, a filthy worm or some shit. Well, now that we've gotten to this point, I think we can just say, you know, this this is kind of what we wanted to do for this week. Like we said, we had a show planned. We had the show that you expect. Obviously, circumstances are out of our control, out of anyone's control, clearly. And so we just, you know, we thought in lieu of an episode or even really advertising that we're doing an episode, if you want to listen to our thoughts about it, here they were. And I think as far as picks go, I think what we thought was that's kind of in bad taste and not really something we can get our heads around right now. So, you know, at some point down the line, we'll make the picks amongst ourselves. We'll let you know how they went. It's week 18 anyway. So, you know, we're not stressing about, you know, the, the, uh, the Cardinals game. We're just gonna, we're just gonna have that for posterity on our own and not make it a big thing that we discussed this week. Yeah, I think that's well said, Danny. We'll we'll pick back up. We'll resume the, the the regularly scheduled programming when that time is appropriate. I don't know what next week's going to look like or how these games are going to go. It's just you know, Danny. Actually, your team Saturday morning first football game back yeah. on the other side of this. So I, I can't imagine what the players in that game that first couple snaps. I don't. It's going to be different. I will say that. I don't I mean, know what it'll look like if not exactly the same, but it, it's going to feel a little different. They're practicing. So this game of is course. on track to happen and they're dealing with it right now. And yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of discussion. There's going to be a, a, a dark cloud over the game. It's going to be weird. I, you know, whatever it takes for us collectively to, you know, to acknowledge this tragedy that happened, despite whatever occurs from now, it's still a tragic event. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine with whatever needs to be done. If we, if we're forced to lose this game, who cares? I'm, you know, man's life was on the line. So whatever, whatever happens from here, we can deal with, we're just fans. And, you know, I'm, I'm interested like everyone else to see how it all gets handled from here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shit. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, hopefully things get back on track soon, and we'll have some some fun football jokes for you. We had a few, yeah. even now. So we did. Yeah, we're not we did. done. There's a few peppered in. And yeah. just yeah, don't forget. Like Danny said, we're only fans. We're only fans. Onlyfans.com. That's All true. right, that's it.